0: As Arroyo puts the ball oh, in the yeah. glove, the left arm came down. Oh. A game which will go down in Premier League history. Arsenal have let a full goal lead slip. Quite incredible. Do you any idea of Colin Kaepernick to compete for that backup job? You just listen to that question I just answered. Okay, I got three years invested in both Holly, three years invested in Joe Callahan. Well I'm I I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it because I'm sure that one time or another I grabbed a lot of kids.
1: We want that, We want that, We want
0: that. The New York Jets collect tight end from Penn State, Kyle. Thank you for listening to My Team Sucks, the podcast where sports fans come on and discuss everything they hate about their favorite sports teams. My name is Ethan Stanislawski. Today's episode is a doozy. We have a great stand-up comedian, Danny Chalas, talking about the Washington football team. Danny's a great guy, really a passionate guy, and a great sports fan. And this interview is obviously everything I wanted it to be. Obviously, it's a very controversial, touchy subject, and Washington is a pretty horrendous team, and Danny does not hold back which is pretty fantastic. It's also indigenous people's day on Monday. He sometimes goes by another name, but I'm calling it that our last episode, we had someone discussing Cleveland's baseball team. So I'm glad this week we could have Washington's literally named football team. So that will be interesting to listen to next week. A couple notes about this episode. Uh, first off, Danny and I discussed Dwayne Haskins with the time. We were recording it was the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. Since we recorded this episode, he lost his starting job. So he's no longer the starting quarterback. So have that in mind. It's not that unobvious based on how the conversation went. Secondly, uh, if you're listening to this in the long-term future, podcast recorded the day after the president was diagnosed with the coronavirus. So we go on a political tangent at the end of the episode, but there was just no way around everyone that day was thinking about that issue. There's, We were just going to have to discuss that. So if you're listening in 2013, 30 whatever hopefully this podcast will be going on by then or hopefully not we'll see but just know that that was the subject of the day but let's get to the conversation with Danny all right we're rolling thanks Danny for joining me uh again hey thank you for having me
1: I feel like we've never said those words ever before
0: yeah no it's it's uh we've done shows together but I feel like it's it's never been an invite for a situation but yeah that's no, not no. a criticism. That's just uh, a fact. A state. Uh, state. I was
1: mocking the fact that because I refuse to let your audience not know <laughs> that there was a false start on this po- podcast. We started yeah. this once, and now we've gone back in time.
0: Yeah, I, I, my uh, rad pad in Hollywood is full of sirens and awfulness as soon as I go outside. So that's basically the situation. We we're talking. You're you're it. in New York right now, correct?
1: I'm in New York, where. Everything is slightly better, but uh, I, yeah, I uh, yeah, I haven't been in L.A. now for like a month or so, and mm. I don't know when I'm gonna. I mean, I want to come back as soon as there's shows but it's so tough i really miss i i don't know about you i miss the scene so much
0: i do yeah i really miss it and i was doing a lot of sketch stuff too and but i was like i miss just going to shows it's the green room talk that's really the thing you miss when you're
1: truly yeah, truly like I, I did a show because they're starting to do shows here that are really great and really safe and they've really figured it out here and i did a show um like two nights ago and i just like talking to comics i just was like oh i miss this so yeah. much
0: yeah yeah so speaking of talking to comics about things, uh, let's get right into it. I'm, I'm great at sure. segues on this show. Uh, so we're here to talk about Washington football team uh, and what's going on with that, which is a relief that I can say a name of that team and not feel profoundly uncomfortable. Uh, Man, which I my have.
1: journey, I'll tell you, my journey with that name has been long and arduous. I was just like that initial name. I mean, that name I grew up with, the old name. And, uh, you know, it's interesting in many ways, like, uh, you know, I like talking on stage about kind of like changing, you know, how I've changed in my life and changed opinions. And that name is like a perfect Mm. encapsulation of like, I think my maturity as a person of like me being like, it's completely fine to me being like it's fine but i get it but it's fine to me being like <laughs> maybe it's not so fine but i think at this point so many people say what am i i'm just one person i can't change it to like i really to me being like it's wrong and i and i did it about a year ago i stopped saying the name right. um, i was a little ahead but still cartoonishly late
0: yeah, uh, well, it's, there, there was that controversy like six years ago with it. And There's been like spots of there's spots of well, controversy. there's always
1: spots of con. I mean, since I've been a kid, it's been like a particularly when you when you're a fan of the team, um, and you know this. We're, who and who are you a fan of again?
0: I mean, I'm a fan of uh in terms of football, it's the Jets and the Packers is a weird situation, but I'm also a Yankees fan. They have a oldest Chapman. There's a lot of okay. issues with a lot of my teams.
1: Well, but but so you know that you know when you watch this because I don't know how many. Uh, but but when you watch a sports team, you get basically like their local fake news. Yeah. Like you get that. Like I like I would particularly when I grew up in the area. Like that's you go to the network. You watch the. Ooh, I just said the name. I like literally can't stop. The football <laughs> teams uh, pregame. You watch the football teams network. You watch these like things, and you're constantly like, oh, that's that's like. It, it, and so they would tell us they would tell us that they were protests, but they also would tell us you would see Native Americans on screen saying, like, we have no issue with it. And, right. um, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. Every time you'd go to a football team's game, uh, there would be a Native Americans in front of the place. They always were in the crowd. Like they always had seats like you always saw. Like it didn't they did a lot to convince you that it was OK. And so it really took me a while to realize like, oh, but it, they are just manipulating me. Like this is a, they've found a select group that are willing to say it's okay. And now they're going to pretend that it's okay. It took me a while. And yeah. I still blurted out accidentally, as you just heard.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of like when Fox News would show like the two black guys at a Tea Party rally just to be like, see, yes. it's not a white supremacist group. Yes, we, yes, we yes. It's, it
1: exactly. It's the, um, what's her name? Candace Owens. Is that the name of the woman?
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Those it's a Candace work. Owens who's just like, actually, I'm okay with it. And nobody's like, We knew it. And it's like, no, no, you found the one. Right. You found the one who's okay with it. Like, that's not indicative. Yeah, that's what you would get as a as a fan, is you would get I was actually working on a joke right before all this shut down about like people who are like, I don't get fake news, and I'm like, Oh, I've been a DC sports fan. Right. I know about fake news. I <laughs> do how many wizard seasons I've bought into? Right. Thinking we were going to be good,
0: right? The and then that was so. It's weird. I just realized that Washington teams have had two name changes in three, like three.
1: Oh yeah, three. We went Senators to Nationals. We've gone yeah, Bullets to right. Wizards, and now we've gone old name to football team.
0: Right, and and I mean, like, I am very glad. Don't get me wrong. I am exceptionally glad the name was changed. But when I heard it was even, I don't know if they're sticking with it, but just switching it to football team. It's well, hard not why. to just burst out laughing, but yeah.
1: Of course not. Uh, so I've been tracking this for a while because uh, I obviously am a fan of the team, and I also have, I so I have a podcast called Everything About the Scores." I've talked about this team because this team is one of the most corrupt teams, and I'm very right. happy to tell you the 200 levels of absolutely like horrific behavior from this from this <laughs> franchise, uh, both on the field and mainly off. Right. Um but one thing was for years Dan Snyder our owner has been like we're not changing our name. Um we're not doing it. Now there were always rumors that they you know at some point would be like oh this might actually come up. So they had trademarked like 18 different names in case they or had to or whatever. Like they'd always they they'd like had a couple names and stuff like that. And literally 2 years ago he let those run out. Mm. So he let all the trademark go. So when this, you know, reckoning came due to, to, you know, in many ways, like COVID happens, Black Lives Matter. And at some point people are like, and just can we deal with this name moment? Dan Snyder had literally no ability to trademark. name. you can't trademark a name fast enough. Right. And and only an idiot wouldn't see this coming. But he had he we had taken zero steps to preparation. It's a very unique situation to change a team name, and have no preparation. And so he uh, this is what happened. You know, when you look at bullets to wizards, it was a two year buildup before the name change. We were trademarking it. We had to. They were like we can't make. They could not make a change fast enough. So the only thing they could do was do football team very early on. I was like they're going to have to name it nothing i thought we right. were going to be the washington team football <laughs> was an addition but i was like i don't think they can go with anything but team we don't we have to trademark it we have to <laughs> trademark the new name we have to make our jerseys not merchandise like literally what do the players play in we have to like like it's a it's a process
0: yeah i'll be honest i haven't caught uh washington uh game this year are they just having like red helmets is that like th- th- we the got a w, w on the, the side anymore A oh, W. yeah we yeah. got a
1: w on the side um you don't want to catch one of our games we're uh, we're struggling <laughs> also so you, you're not missing much
0: right we can talk on the field i mean, I, I think that's a fair respite from all this stuff we can get back into the rest of it later but it seems like uh, you know i'm a, i root for i go for the jets sometimes and darnold is not looking great but haskins is also he's eh, he's not looking like he's a, a future anything quarterback
1: you know it, it, yeah. I mean, he's definitely not blowing us away. Uh, we're we're I'm frustrated by it because I want him to be better than he is. I really like him. Like he's a really he seems like just a great guy, a uh, real leader. Um, the team seems to really like him. I I love everything about him, except unfortunately he's just uh, not consistent, and it's a problem. And you know, it's one thing to again, it's like this hasn't come out of nowhere where we've known we needed a quarterback in this. I, I just don't know if he's it's that feeling of like, oh, no, I mean, I've gone through so many quarterbacks right in the past 10 years. Oh, my God. A yeah. yeah, thousands. I mean, I have thousands of quarterbacks in my life. I've never really had a good one. <laughs> Gus Ferrat was in theory the longest quarterback I, relationship I've ever had. And it was nothing was like right. uh, five years but in my life that's like wow
0: yeah it, and it's it's wasn't wasn't it with washington where he concussed himself celebrating a touchdown
1: i was at the game
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> at the game where gus ferratt st- ran into the end zone untouched ran to the wall head-butted it out of joy, gave himself a concussion, did not return to the game. And and this is going to show you how old I am. I was <laughs> at the game with my dad, and at that time we didn't have smartphones. We didn't really have anything. So our quarterback goes running to the end zone untouched, and the next possession he doesn't come out. And everybody in the crowd was like, you guys on TV were hearing, like we think he hurt himself, like showing the replay. At the field, nobody understood what was happening we all i remember the entire stance we're like where is he and then you know there's always like these weird guys who bring the radio broadcast right. with them to the game right and yeah. somebody had a radio and i remember it was like literally like a what like uh like a uh uh what's that what's that game where you whisper something to the next person oh, telephone it? Yeah. yeah it was like a game of telephone where like slowly down every row it was like he hit himself in the head during this teller's touchdown celebration he hit himself in the head dirty like it was like just coming down <laughs> and that's how i remember but i was at that game and it was so confusing in person
0: right the only parallel i can think is um i my dad wrote the were at the world series in 2000 when roger clemens threw the crap broken bad at Mike Piazza and then they had to call us on like a flip phone and be like what why are there the benches cleared what's just happening but that's like the closest <laughs> that's so funny that's the only we, I uh
1: Do you ever see the there was a it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a unique thing to put your to like be at a game and not know what's going on right and not even to know because I was at the it's intra it's also like I was at the world series the first nationals world series game this past year
0: right awesome um, that's awesome
1: Oh, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta, that's something I'm a big believer of. If you're a fan of like a team for life yeah, and they make it to the championship, like that, uh, that's the best thousands of dollars I've ever spent <laughs> was going to that game. Like that memory with my dad, particularly now, like during my COVID darkest days, I've been like, I'm so glad I have that memory of my dad of us being at that game. But we were there when they did the baby shark at the mm. world series. And it was like a big, like, it's a big uh, big moment on online of that first one with the nationals and i was there we i had no clue i was a part of a very exciting moment i was just like oh we're doing it. it's like you know i knew but it was very, it's very funny you don't know how like big a moment you're a part of at a game
0: yeah like that happened to me. My The worst case, and I'll, I'll never forgive my dad for it. I was at game four of the 2001 World Series. We used to have like a small season ticket package. And my dad tr- let, had us leave in the eighth inning. And that was like the game, oh. like the post-9-11 World Series where like Tino Martinez hit the home run, Derek Jeter hit it like after oh. midnight. Left in the uh. eighth fucking inning. I'll, I, nice. love that's the worst. I love my dad. I love my dad. That's the like the single greatest moment of my lifetime that that team ever had. Uh, but, and you know, I missed it.
1: You know, man, when we were kids – at least well actually i don't know because you went to the yankees actually no you don't have an excuse i take it back (laughs) because when i was a kid getting out of the stadium was such a nightmare right that it was like my dad would want to leave to beat the traffic and you always kind of had to respect it because it was like you'd go to a game and stay to the end it'd be like okay it's another two hours in the car right particularly football team games rfk and fedex field horrific locations um and so it was so nice that. But as we gotten older and like Ubers, like now you can just grab an Uber. It's not a part. It's like so much easier.
0: Right. Yeah. But it, it's. Yeah. But let's, let's just to go back to watch the football team. It's just. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Took no. 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 It. It's I love I love diversions like this. It's part of the fun of this podcast. But it is like. uh Yeah. But it's just yeah. There's never been a real quarterback situation. I feel like you've had really good running backs and like good defensive players a lot, but it's never been sort of yeah. uh, coherent offense in a lot
1: of ways. Yeah, no, we're a terrible team, and it's been really frustrating. <laughs> it's poorly run. I mean, it's from the top down, and it's uh, it shows. Uh, yeah, we've had no... I mean, like, <laughs> I don't think we've won a playoff game since 2005. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, you know, you, you see... I mean, yeah, running backs, we've had decent. Sean Taylor was, like, obviously the toughest uh, right. moment. And right. that's our last true in my mind sean taylor was our last true like oh we have maybe the best player at this position in the league
0: right that was like that, that was awful like that's the thing is say what you all about that franchise but that was like just a crushing moment for any like football fan in general
1: it was horrible it was like such a nightmare being a fan of like it was he was my favorite player right he was everybody's he was the coolest player
0: yeah, he was just – you know even not as a fan of the team, it was just fun to watch. It was just like – He was I'm... a
1: freak of nature. I mean he would never survive in today's NFL because he would have – he'd get 200 personal fouls. Right. But like b- back then, like he just – such a beast and it was so – it was so senseless, the whole thing. It was wild, man.
0: Yeah. If you don't remember, you can Google it. Uh, he was tragically murdered uh, in his home. Was tragically it, was
1: a... murdered in his home. Uh, shot in the leg, but shot in the one part of the leg, you can't be shot. Like it was like Mm. so unbelievably unfortunate. Uh, It was such a shocking death. And I just, and it was like, you know, it's that feeling, even like, I think I was in high school when it happened, maybe even college, but like, it was like, oh, you know, athletes are such like superheroes. right? And I remember just being like, oh my God, it was literally like Superman's dead. It's like right. Sean, Sean Taylor. He was my favorite player. I could not, couldn't fathom. He was dead. And then, you know, there was all this cause he was in a lot of trouble early in his career. He was like, you know, a right. young football player who just came into millions, but they, he had, he had gotten in trouble early and then he'd really, you know, turned his life around. And I remember like for years, so, you know, it wasn't like a new thing. It was like for years, Sean Taylor went from being like, like our young rookie troublemaker to like, this leader, this like guy, like just charities, like just the best. He was so good. He was just like the most lovable guy. And uh, people were like, Oh, that's what Wilbon, will Bond, Michael Wilbon will always go down in, in DC history for saying like, Oh, that's what you get for hanging out with that kind of person, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then it was a random robbery. They just right. randomly picked his house or they didn't randomly pick his house. They didn't know him. They knew it was Sean Taylor's house. And our team was had an away game that week. But, Sean, he was injured, so he didn't go with the team. That's the only reason why he was home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, I think that was like, that was the last time he won, right? Because it was like the team rallied behind it. And then they sort of had this inspired run. The only, maybe only one. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was
1: like, uh, inspired run is a stretch. We did (laughs) did okay.
0: (laughs) By, by, By Washington standards, they did all right. Yeah,
1: we were a competitive team for a season. It was thrilling.
0: Yes. Uh, so that's about the probably the extent of sympathy for the football team we will have for, for I mean, this podcast. The,
1: the, yeah, I mean everybody should have a sympathy for the fan base. Yeah, we're, we're just, a, just a disaster. But yeah, everything else. I mean, it's just a carousel of idiots.
0: Right. Yeah, let's we'll uh let's talk about the harassment stuff that's been going on. That is uh that's a whole other can of worms. It's like on top of everything else with Snyder. That is who may be the I don't know if he's the worst owner in sports, but he's the most like unlikable owner in sports. Maybe. I think
1: Jerry Jones is worse, but I do think he's yeah. a close hot second. Um <laughs> like I still think Jerry Jones is the yeah. worst human. But <laughs> snyder is is like almost likable at times and then he just is a monster um and the so that it's interesting the cheerleader thing so what's your reference to do, 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 do does your, how, you can go, your you can give the cliff notes here?
0: for it i mean i think the people listening have a certain amount of sure. knowledge but yeah the, um, the cliff notes we, would be awesome
1: yeah we so in general, with football teams, cheerleaders get treated badly, not awfully. I, I do think it's a little bit, uh, but they're you know, they, but they there's they they're not treated equal to the athletes certainly, um, and uh, but most teams so they get treated like that. But uh, with DC sports, we would uh, do swim shoot, uh, like photos with them. Not entirely unreasonable. But then they would sell tickets to be there for it, to like the high, 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 like ownership and like big time season ticket owners to be there for their uh, swimsuit photos where they were changing in front of that. It was horrible. And then on top of that, there's rumors of them being like basically whored out. I mean, it's disgusting. And this, the weirdest thing is, is because this broke. Where did this break like a couple of months ago?
0: Yeah, it was, like, shortly after the name change, I feel like. It couldn't have been, like, more than a month or two after the name change, I feel like. Sure.
1: So here's the crazy part. I I think we all knew about this four years ago. There was an article that came out that talked about this, and nobody cared. Right. This was covered in an SI article, like, four years ago. Nobody cared. And then this one came up. And I remember, because people were like, aren't you horrified? And I was like, I am. But I'm also somewhat horrified that I forgot about this story. This story's been known. I remember learning about this. He's a terrible owner. The way they treated Trent Williams is terrible. The way they treat their cheerleaders is terrible. I mean, I could go on 200 different (laughs) things they've done as an ownership. I've never had a team, you know, wizards and stuff like that where I'm like, oh, the players, the players. When I talk about the football team, I have way less issues with the players than I do with that ownership and the way they treat people. We still don't have a team president, but we just got one. We've been two years without one. I,
0: uh... Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's entirely f- f- fair. And like I've, I have nothing else to contribute because I'm letting you roll with that. But it's, it is – it is. I mean the team – the on-field stuff has is, is not been great either. But I, I feel like that's – like you said, it's almost secondary. It's like the story well, of that well, franchise you... is not what's and, on the field.
1: And you realize that it's so – because for a while, you're like, man, why, why do we get the worst draft picks? Why do we get the worst? Why don't we get the star quarterback? Why don't we get the star running back? And then when you slowly realize athletes actually care where they play, the really good ones. Right. And you start realizing what a train wreck the ownership is. You're like, oh, nobody wants to play here nobody wants to play for the washington football team do you how many top 100 players we have this year Zero. Zero. <laughs> we had one last year and he didn't play the entire season because he was in a fight with our ownership and now he left we weren't even able to trade I mean that's how disgusting they are they they are I've never seen a thing where it's like that's the problem with the team the players we're only getting we're getting scrap players right nobody yeah. wants to play here
0: it's yeah, that's interesting because I feel like we always talk about off-field. That's yeah, I mean, I, as a Knicks fan, I understand that dynamic is <laughs> a little bit as well. It's a slightly different, equal, but uh trademark yes. in its own right. No,
1: but you guys do know that. I mean, the Knicks, you know, you guys at least have the big city history, right? But outside of that, like, yeah, nobody wants to play for Dolan, and it's gonna be so. It's gonna affect everything. Who you know? How do you get somebody? How do you get the big star? And, you know, you uh, yeah, it's like, how do you get the big star? How do we get the big quarterback in D.C.? It's right. This version of ownership, I don't think, although maybe. The,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, I'm sorry if this podcast triggered rage. I mean, there's a lot of things to be enraged about, but uh, it's this this is I knew this was going to be the most intense episode. I feel like the last couple ones I've had have been like frustrated but pleasant and this one i knew was going to be uh i mean i cannot talk ends.
1: about this team without just wanting to absolutely lose it because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just unbelievable to me every time i think about them like ah,
0: right i feel like though i mean you were sort of talking with the fan base earlier sort of not, not knocking them but i feel like they're you know the def- the defensiveness over the old name about but from certain fractions of the fan base maybe larger fractions than i that i'm giving credit for but then it's also like you know the whole hogs thing with the the that was always like uh, like annoying with the the pig faces and things like that oh, it was that's just...
1: awesome i love the hogs what was wrong with the hogs
0: <laughs> nothing it was just, it was just yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a cheese head kind of thing it's just like just a yeah, minor yeah. annoyance like to other oh fans see i thought the ho-
1: love. i love the hogs um the name thing like yes look there's no defending it like as a fan base again the only thing the only defense i have is fake news local news like we just were we were getting the the football team feed that they just were again you have native americans in front of the stadium like it was hard to, you know you you they do these things how much money dance snyder would give to these local reservations all right. this stuff um and it's not me saying i i was i am i was wrong with my opinion but i i don't think i wouldn't blame the fan base and on top of that i'll tell you the fan base is in dc it's one of the best fan bases in, in sports in my opinion People don't talk about it enough. Great fan base in D.C.
0: How so? What way are they like? How do you describe them as like uniquely great?
1: Dedicated fan base. We've had literally nothing but losers until three years ago. Right. Still sell out every almost everything except football team games, which is the only thing. And it's out of protest of the ownership, which, by the way, we've been protesting since this name change. Let it be known for what it's worth. Although it took us a while to actually get the change. Nobody liked the name right. for a while. Most people weren't on board and nobody liked Snyder, right. Nobody's liked him. We can't get him out. We've there. Do you know how many petitions I get a year from, a, from <laughs> football, like group that being like trying to get Snyder out? Everybody hates him. We don't right. want him around. Um, outside of that, we're a fan base that is so dedicated, so loyal and very nice. We don't boo really our own players. Never see us game. Look at the guy, how bad we are. Ever seen us boo. We don't boo. Right, we never you're in the really same, the-
0: same division yeah. as the Eagles, and I would say you're better than that fan base. Oh, the very at like at a very staggering level.
1: I would put us at uh, against. I'd put us against almost any fan base as far as how nice we are, and I think sometimes that's why people forget. People are like, "Oh, I guess you guys are like, are you guys like a big fan base?" And it's like, "Yeah, we are." You just don't see the the Eagles viral clips of us being like, "Boo!" Right. It's just like we're devastated, but we go. But it's a really nice fan base. And uh, I'm, I'm I feel very lucky to be a part of it.
0: Right, and there is like you know a, sort of a proud history of su- of success in the past, like Joe Gibbs and the, they won three Super Bowls, which is something that I feel like is not talked about
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before my time. But I hear I hear tale it was awesome.
0: Right, I think the first Super Bowl I ever watched was the one in '92. Um, that was the second of the four Bills losses. But that one I think was I was very young. But I think that that's our last
1: one, one right? right? That's our yeah. last one. Yeah, yeah. So I was too young. But I heard about it.
0: Right. Um,
1: and then, as an adult, I've, I, mean, I, 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 I' since I've been watching football, I've never had a team even be remotely. The RG3 year was like the most exciting year.
0: Right. But it's year singular.
1: Well, <laughs> but, but that's but that's tech classic us. <laughs> we, we got the superstar. We actually got the star rookie player. And what did we do? We broke them in half. Created a fake narrative. He was difficult to work with, and got him kicked out of town, and almost kicked out of the league. And I'm, and I'll tell you, every single DC sports fans applauds the ever loving but Jesus out of it every time we see him. I love that guy, and our fan base was livid with ownership about that one, where we lost him for no reason.
0: Right. All right, well, uh we'll we'll get you uh, a, a break from this in a little bit. <laughs> these are, yes, we'll give you a breathing room, but uh, I guess what I what I've been ending these sort of episodes with is like, where does Washington football team go? like what is the best direction you could see on the field on the off the field? I mean, you you still got Snyder, but like what's the what would you want in the next like year or two from this franchise?
1: So, I mean, it's a cult. Uh, so genuine answers. So, so get ready. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go, I'll start with off the field. Cause at the end of the day, that's the core of the problem, right? Right. Or I guess I'll start with on the field on the field. Um, we either need Haskins to develop fast or we need another quarterback. Um, so we're going to have to draft a quarterback soon. Uh, we also need wide receivers and we need an offense. Basically our entire offense needs to start from square one. Uh, probably minus Terry McLaurin, uh, defensively, we have a decent. The D line is really our building block, and we can work with it. Um, but that's about all we got. I mean, we 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 are in. We are a full rebuild, in my opinion. Um, mm. Not even being like negative, full rebuild on the field. But it all stems from off the field. Uh, nobody likes playing for us, and it has to change. There's a culture change that has to happen. One of it is day of reckoning about you know the way this culture within the the office as far as the way they treat women stuff like that more people need to be fired for that stuff those articles are clearly underrepresenting just how much of a systemic problem it was mm-hmm. um the training staff has to go uh their handling of Trent Williams was laughable those of you that don't know this story uh Trent Williams was our star star offensive lineman uh, who had a growth on his head for seven years kept going to them asking about it they said it's not a big deal they looked at it not not a big deal not a big deal uh, finally discovered it was brain cancer had to have emergency surgery almost died uh, and then and then had the audacity to not get mad not sue all he said was hey trade me I just oh, or tr- either get rid of this training staff that per that misdiagnosed me or trade me one of the two Uh, And by the way, we happen to, up until this point, uh, be be a team that we constantly have injuries, almost like our training staff sucks. And Mm. what did we do? We didn't get rid of the training staff. We sided against him and then uh, tried to uh, refuse to trade him also. So then he said, well, I'm not playing. And then for an entire year, we just let him sit out and then let him go for nothing and tried Mm. to fight him on going away for nothing. Tried to literally say, you will never play football again unless you play for us, even though we tried to kill you. So that entire training staff needs to go then and only then does it get into team president, general manager and these positions where we have to have people bringing in players and there has to be a genuine culture in town that breeds success. And we've seen it with Leo, with Leonosis, with what he's done with the Capitals and you see it with the layers of what they've done. Uh, with the nationals when you have ownership that cares and when you have front offices that care about the players and make them feel welcome you get stars and you get championships we have to build from the front office that'll translate to the fields thank you for your time
0: yeah that's uh i yield my time suck my dick fuck you like that situation <laughs> there which is one of my favorite that's the maybe the best moment of 2020 uh except we'll see what happens with what's happening now at the time we're recording this so oh,
1: uh, what a time huh what a what a, a time what a, what a, what a wild ride.
0: (laughs) Well, I I tweeted,
1: I tweeted, I've never been simultaneously so absolutely shocked and completely unsurprised. Uh, yeah,
0: Yeah. no, that's, that's basically what I just tweeted. It happened. That was literally it. And that was, I mean, it's
1: been the thing we've been like at some point, right? You know what it was like? It's almost like, I'm sorry. Do you want to finish the podcast and then I'll make this point?
0: Well, you can make it now because I, I, this podcast has a certain political slant that I do, do not Do you remember early
1: in COVID when Florida and Texas were being really like crazy? Yeah. And we were all on lockdown, but they had like no cases. Right. And it was like, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I really am not emotional. And I remember just with numbers being like, man. I'm reading all this stuff and scientists are telling me these things. And I like to believe scientists, but the numbers don't add up. Why isn't Texas getting sick? Why aren't Florida getting sick? The numbers just don't add. And then it was like, and there's the numbers. Yeah. Science is always right. It's like for this where it was like, how can he be this irresponsible and never get it? How can the scientists tell us this? And the numbers not, and he's got it and he gave it to people and they were incredibly, that's a yup. And that's what I yeah. thought would happen
0: yeah i've said from the beginning that florida is gonna get the worst of it by the end of this like it's just it's it's a recipe for everything i
1: I don't know if anything can touch how bad new york city was out of the gates but they're certainly going to go through it if they go to full capacity they're out of their minds anyway
0: anyway uh let's let's wrap it up so we can get you going and again cool off uh where what uh anything you want to plug where can people find you online all that jazz
1: you know, following me on social media is always the thing I I, I push the hardest. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say three things. This is what I always say on podcasts. But to start, uh, just following me on social media. Our industry is broken. It really, makes really really makes a difference uh, for comedy if you follow us uh, at yeah. DNA Jollis, J-O-L-L-E-S. Um, and then on top of that, I do have my own podcast called Everything But The Scores. We talk about all the stories around sports. Everything you've heard me rant about here, I just do there, Uh, sometimes with guests, sometimes on my own. But you guys get it. I think you've really gotten a taste for it. Um, And thirdly, and uh, this is how I end every podcast I do, which is uh, stand-up comedy is the best art form on the planet. Uh, So please uh, don't worry about seeing me. Uh, And right now there's outdoor shows no matter where you are. Uh, Please find a local show. That, that is socially distanced and safe there will be one in your area and go see live stand-up comedy it's the best art form on the planet
0: that's wonderful and that you know I feel like I've gotten frustrated with stand-up a lot lately but every time but I do love it to death and every time I hear that like love letter to it it always fills me with hope so thank you for ending Stop. this incredibly rough story about an incredibly rough franchise with a, with a positive note at the end I really do appreciate best art
1: it. form on the planet baby
0: love yeah. alright well thanks so much Danny I really do appreciate it of
1: course buddy
0: Thanks once again for listening. That episode ran a little longer than our previous episodes, but I definitely think the conversation merited it. It was really a wonderful conversation with Danny. I'm really glad we got into it with that much depth. I did bleep out the old team name there. Uh, I don't hold that against Danny for saying that. I hope you don't either. His co- this conversation was incredible, and he really dived into the issue in a very passionate and honest way. You can follow Danny at Danny Jollis on Instagram and Twitter. You can also listen to his podcast, Everything But The Scores, wherever you get podcasts. You can follow this show at My Team Sucks Cast on Twitter, My Team Sucks Podcast on Instagram, and My Team SCKS on Facebook. Facebook does not like the word sucks, apparently. You can follow me, Ethan Stanislawski, at Ethan Stan Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Feel free to shoot the show some cash if you want. Uh, we have an anchor page. There's a link to donate there. You can also just Venmo me directly at Ethan Dash Stanislawski. It's my first name, last name, with a dash in between. And I figure if you made it this far, you can Google how to spell my name for the Venmo. Thanks again for listening. Hope your team doesn't suck.